Yo, gather around everyone, gather around. Come, come. Yes. Okay. No, 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 you sit right there. No. <laughs> welcome, welcome. This is the Hearing Colors to Kill Sounds podcast, one of the coolest and one of the most laid back podcast series. Obviously, you can tell that I do smoke marijuana and I talk to birds because birds are cool. And um, they be chirping and, and doing things. And, you know, I, I'm a, a real, you know, cool cat that, you know, chills in the cut and uh, tells this story that I wrote. And uh, you can hit the subscribe button. You can tell someone about it. You feel me? Like, you know, listen to it in your car or listen to it over your tea and uh, sipping whatever it is that you do. Um, and tell someone about a storytelling that uh, progresses over a time period and it changes or the conversation changes. There's so many different things. I don't talk about cultural and or I, I guess you would call it, I don't talk about current events in that way that other people do in the light. I kind of really, honestly, what, what? what I describe as my text and or, you know, rhetoric that comes with talking about certain science fiction and nerd stuff, it really actually correlates into a lot of different things that I love, and that's why I love it about this story, and I'll go into it, and <laughs> you can honestly tell someone that, you know, like, yo, this guy, he, he definitely, you know, he smokes weed, but he makes sense, you know? Just doing, on the aspect of looking into, like, you know, making up voices and or uh, <laughs> hold up the bunny ears, quote unquote, making up own content and material on air. And I think that's a gift uh, when it comes to people and expressing what it is that they have to say. But then, too, often differentiating it from other different types of arts and or styles that one would have. And I'll go into it so I don't overcomplicate or, or make it seem like, whoa, this guy just went from zero to 65 in two seconds. Hey, man, she came over here, man. She's over there in the bush. Okay. So um, <laughs> the things that I like about art and the things that I like about what's happening right now is that everything is in a constant state of flux and so all these things are changing and all these things are developing into something that I find a new form of <clears throat> and so I'm looking into different stories and looking into different storylines and learning how you know different storytellers have progressed um, their stories along and obviously there's a backstory and exposition and uh, I'm looking at one now and I won't even name the name of the show but it was just a really dope thing to see because I, I've often you know gone through my character analysis phase of looking into how characters have been developed and how one can span it off of a storyline and, and a prime example would be like Alan Moore and uh, other great writers who are like basic 
comic book writing legends and who have expressed this sense of creating uh, not a full world, but a parallel world of DC whatever, number 576 or 78 or whatever you want to call it, and have expressed it to the point where it has become this automatic um, presupposition that you, you just know that it's a different world. Now, regardless of what it looks like, regardless of the things that mirror or parallel our own world, you just automatically know by reading and turning the pages and how the difference of how this, uh, you know, different world has progressed. And I, I thought that was uh, a great gift. And to share that to other writers who, you know, want to bring and present their material that's different from someone else's. And it's not basically like, oh, well, this person is doing something just to be different type of mentality. No, every person has their unique perspective. If I was to tell everyone in a room, like, hey, break out your cameras and then take a photo of me, and then they do, and then like every photo, you know, integrally would be different because there are all these different perspectives. And so that is how I look at life in the grand scheme of things in looking into all these different stories and how intricately um, their perspectives are different by default. And, and that is just going through a ginormous Rolodex of, you know, great, great stories, great interpretations, great uh, interpretations of language, and then too, uh, how someone versus what it is that they choose to experience and why they choose to experience certain things. There's so many different ways to, you know, give one's interpretation of it, but I never really honestly thought that I could see one way of just a story being expressed, but I'm just more so excited the way that, you know, I, I see the trend going and I can look online, I can look and speak to someone and then look at their content online and then get a full interpretation or their own, you know, comic book series, their own television series, everything that I need to know that this person has, you know, done, I can, you know, support basically from that and, and pick and choose, go to my cart personally and personalize a custom order for your favorite artist or your favorite comic book artist or penciler. It, it has become uh, catered to what people like. And I, I love how people have differentiated the things that they like and the things that they collect and the things that they hold important have this special way of you know defining uh, not only the change in times, but how important it is of how art has impacted us. So that's all up. See, when people think of my podcast, they be like, oh, it's all different. You got like all these women liking your podcast and stuff. And I'm like, wait, time out. I have a girlfriend now, it's okay. But um, <laughs> it's a, a fun thing to also correlate this. And as a writer, I don't understand where the writing begins and the writing ends. Like, to others, like, they 
take on this ginormous, insurmountable process of doing something that is a, a task or a responsibility or a, a signing of, you know, a, a project or, you know, a promise, but to other writers that do it in fun first and do it as a form of their own exchange or their own self-expression. Oh, that was just one of my own personal projects. I did that one a few years ago. You can take the manuscript for it. That, those are generally uh, the types that uh, I understand like the constraint of like a business deal and you have to kick out and crank out a whole series or a whole anthology of comics. Uh, for a graphic novel series, but other writers, I feel like, have this ongoing process, like the writing never truly ends, and the, the self-assessment never truly ends, or the reevaluation of just life uh, to the point of making of note, or uh, having it being influenced in the art, uh, has this different expression that you know, creates a style and it, it supersedes uh, one's timeline. It goes beyond a few years. It goes beyond a few five or six years. And I, I love how just, I'm telling you, you can find me on Spotify. You can find me under Spikey Bebop, by the way, S-P-I-K-E-E-B-E-B-O-P. But uh, what I'm saying is, is like, I, I'm speaking to the artist, right? And you're like, hey, this is not a self-help uh, recording. And I'm like, no, it's not. You know, I'll get to the nerd stuff eventually. Don't, don't worry about that. But I, I want to give some light as to how I not only operate as a writer, but if even, even if you don't see me physically, you know, meticulously going through and cataloging something and writing it down, the cataloging and the, the meticulousness happens on a subtle level of me making it and taking mental notes of what it is that I'm experiencing. And so there, uh, I, I really, really like, I'm gonna just grab this book and, and talk about it after I get the physical copy because I don't want, see, I don't want to name, name drop. And then make it seem like it's just totally different and nah, 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 see, I ain't gonna do that. I wanna make it seem that it, it's something where how someone thinks can correlate into the amazingness to their, and, and caters to their imagination. And the fun and the aspect of that, um, it kind of like goes beyond. The next point that, that I want to make is that uh, even when I'm like, you know, talking about these nerd things, there's also other uh, aspects that I'm inspired by and, and it comes to the stories that I'm influenced by. And, and one of the stories that I have is basically the Green King and, um, you know, the story of the little litigator. And like I'm continuing this story as I, I talk about it and as I go through my days. And it basically involves this kid who is the lone representative to this world of celestial that I crafted. And so the cool part, right? So as my voice goes into that high pitch, cool. The cool part is that 
I have like this expose or the the basically prologue or the basically the pre-story to how uh, these characters got to sit at the same council and um, afterwards you know what I'm saying like what happens after the meeting and so a few of them I haven't even described um, in detail but uh, obviously it was this queen that was there and then the giant and then um, this other being who what well, you could basically giant, surmise as a plant person and, and then uh, elven people um, sand angels and then the elf what do you call this the green king and then the younger green king and uh, basically from this I, I wanted to you know have a story or series called emissaries and how you know they would agree to you know the green king and this kid <clears throat> going to basically the surface and to give their own account as to what happens but I, I kind of feel as I kind of feel that if someone was to make a ginormous decision in such a fashion that it would be uh, this understanding or they would want their own uh, opinion uh, so that they can make an assessment just versus somebody else giving that and so they had their own things called emissaries uh, or starting with the E and emissaries and et cetera, et cetera, of who would go out and be their eyes and be um, their own guides as to what's happening on the surface so that when the council met again, um, they'd be like, yo, okay, so this is what I feel that's going on in the surface. What did you see? Okay, well, I saw uh, this and then, you know, just I'm thinking of and then expanding on the world from there and, and when I tell people these things and I tell like uh, what like writing in real time is it's kind of like just crafting of all of these different parts that you've imagined and then like just placing them and you know like crafting them in a certain way and then just moving from there and letting it expand from where the last point that you left off. I, not everyone has to do what I do as far as writing, and I would caution as to not do what I do as in writing, because, I mean, it would be very confusing as to someone who is of order and who, you know, generally has something where they're very pragmatic or they have a set schedule or they like things uh, set in a certain fashion, so they have their table of contents and they have their setting and they have their, their conflicts and they have uh, a list of resolutions as to how a, a certain story can go. And in certain ways, that is a, a general fashion as to what one wants to do. But other people I find, and this is just in speaking with other people, not just in what I see, uh, people describe how they go about it and it's not in the, the sensical way or the classical way that writing happens so this is one general sense that I find that is very funny and very cool it's one of the first uh, instances of me talking about emissaries and then how I would describe them and then too it would obviously be a reflection of um, the people and where they are in the world and so um, for instance if I was describing 
uh, someone from the land of uh, where they were the large um, people or giants. And I was thinking of this and this tripped me out. Like I was, I don't even know where I was in my head. I was just chilling. <laughs> like it was very, you know, uh, a very aha moment of just, you know, stream of thought and, and conscious. And so I was thinking of what this giant would say as to, you know, the ramifications of, you know, involving themselves, whether they agree to, you know, help and intervene on the surface or not. And, you know, the ramifications of said things and warfare and, and just a cautionary tone that this uh, person had and, and a sense of wisdom. And this was like a warrior, like, you know, war scars, like scars all across his face, like a big blade in his hand, like just like strong, still old and strong, like seriously as someone who, you know, would you would think of the complete opposite as someone who is more for and towards war was the one that was uh, cautioning and uh, speaking against it uh, most vocally. And, and I thought that was an interesting thing to put into the story and uh, talk about as to why um, it's being thought of it so much. And then uh, the conversations, and he's just basically stating like, uh, to involve oneself in it is just, you know, he sees it through different eyes and he sees it as this like ball of energy and, and just how, you know, not sickening of it, uh, he has become because he has seen it for ages on ages on ages. And it is something that he, you know what I'm saying, has seen it as something that never ends. There's this point of, you know, um, reflection and then there's this point of defense. But uh, this conflict within himself, um, he basically stated he made peace with long ago of all of it. So I'll end it there and just uh, chill and uh, talk about it in the next story of series. And uh, this is basically the interpretation that I'm coming with. And I'm gonna come with some more stories. So thank you all. This is V, AKA Vernon English. Appreciate you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Peace.